Hey, what's up, fans? Welcome back to the show. Guys, time for the prize. The prize is back, so thank you for joining me today. I know last week we didn't have an episode, but the prize is back. I hope you guys are having week tomorrow's friday closer to the weekend lots of sports going on we got the nba playoffs starting saturday we got the nhl playoffs starting next monday uh ufc happened last weekend i think there's a fight on this weekend max holloway and arnold allen that's gonna be a really good one but yeah lots of sports you got baseball so lots of sports going on it's beautiful out here in michigan i don't know how it is everywhere else but right here in michigan middle of april it's beautiful out 80 degrees sunny beautiful day go outside michiganders if you're here go outside enjoy the weather it's amazing so yeah we're back the prize is here i got my malcolm rodriguez jersey on today so you already know what's going to happen we're talking about the lions in the nfl draft we got the nfl draft in a few weeks the lions got two first round picks the number six pick and the 18th pick so who are they going to pick i don't know i mean they might not even have that six pick they might trade up possibly get will anderson i mean if he's there you got to take him right so we're going to dive dive in real quick uh, see what the Lions are all about for the NFL draft and some possibilities as who they're going to draft this year. Obviously, Brad Holmes has been a very busy man this offseason, signed Cam Sutton, uh, Emmanuel, Mo- uh, Emmanuel Mosley, and C.J. Garner-Johnson, all defensive backs, so our secondary is great. Jeff Okuda is with the Falcons now, so we don't have to worry about him anymore. We got still Tracy Walker and Kirby Joseph, so I really like that secondary of the Detroit Lions. I really think that's going to be their strong point this year. So now we got to talk about the rest of the defense, the defensive line, the linebackers. So the defensive line, obviously, led by Aiden Hutchinson, who had a great rookie year last year. You got um, James Houston, another rookie who did very well. John did very good. Uh, Isaiah Bugs re-signing as well, along with John Kaminsky. They did really good last year. So our defensive line is looking really good. I think if we get a Will Anderson to compliment Aiden Hutchinson, our defense will be very, very dangerous. It will be a sick fucking defense, let me tell you, if we were to get Will Anderson. But I don't know. I don't know if the Detroit Lions are going to trade up. Um to get to get a top three pick, maybe they're going to trade that number six spot, or they're going to stay at six and maybe get a Jalen Carter, perhaps. And Jalen Carter is still talk of the town. Obviously, he's dealing with a lot of legal issues involving with that street racing uh, situation, which unfortunately resulted in the death of his teammate and the Georgia staffer, I do believe. So that that was really really sad to hear that. But and then also his. Pro day, his personal pro day, he was gassed, gassed out. He wasn't in the best shape. Multiple reports were saying that, so you got to wonder where his head is at. And do the Lions, if he's still available, do they make that opportunity? Do they take that risk drafting him at number six if he's still available? Obviously, you know, we got good, we got some quarterbacks in this draft as well that might get drafted. In this draft, you know, we got Bryce Young, we got C.J. Stroud, you got Will Levis out of Kentucky. Uh, so, you know, anything can happen really. You know, the NFL draft is a crazy time, but the Detroit Lions, as I mentioned in multiple episodes in the past, the Detroit Lions need to focus on defense. We don't need a quarterback. Maybe a running back later in the later rounds. And, you know, if maybe if B. John Robinson, a running back out of Texas, if he's at still there at 18 because we got the 18th pick, okay, maybe pick him up because at this point we can't really rely on DeAndre Swift. Great player, but he's injured prone. He misses a lot of games. We can't rely on that. We need a guy who can play 
15, 16 games a year. And I was watching highlights on him last night. I mean, he is a great runner, powerful, fast, follow his blocks perfectly. I mean, he's a he's a receiving threat as well. He can catch the ball in the backfield and run upfield and score touchdowns. He makes plays. He's a playmaker. So if he's available at 18, yeah, maybe take him. But with that sixth pick, if we still have it, you know, early first round, obviously, we got to get a defensive player. So Will Anderson, you know, if we have the opportunity to get him, we got to get him because that him and Aiden Hutchinson on the edges there uh, of our defense, that would be phew, deadly. I mean, how do you block those two, two of the best edge rushers in the game today? So if we were able to get Will Anderson, I mean, our defense, phew, our defense would be good. Like right now as we speak, I love our defense. Our defense is great. You know, I like Malcolm Rodriguez, as you can see, I'm wearing his jersey right now. Had a great rookie season last year. We got Aiden Hutchinson and got all the other guys that I mentioned earlier, you know, that we signed uh, this past <clears throat> a couple months ago uh, during NFL free agency period. You know, Kirby Joseph's coming back. Tracy Walker's coming back. I do believe he was hurt last year. So our defense as we speak right now is great. I mean, if this is the defense we're going to be playing with all year, that's fine by me. But if we get Will Anderson Jr., if he's still available, we got to take him. So we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, he's the number one uh, draft prospect according to CBS.com. Bryce Young's number two. Jalen Carr, uh, defensive tackle out of Georgia, another top pick. I mean, if he's available too, I mean – I don't know, you know, he's got a lot going on in his personal life. Do you really take a chance on that? I mean, he's a great player. So, you know, we're here to win championships, right? You know, I mean, we're here to win. So if he can help us win and if he's still available, got to take him. But I don't know if the Lions are going to have that sixth pick. You know, I've been really thinking about this past couple weeks. I don't know if the Lions are going to have that sixth pick. They might trade up to possibly get a Will Anderson. They might have to give up a lot for that, you know, higher pick. But, you know, we'll see what happens, but man, just imagine Will Anderson Jr. and Aiden Hutchinson and then all the rest of our defense. I mean, our defense sucked last year. It was horrible. This year, it could be one of the best defenses um, in the league, so we'll see what happens with that. You got Will Levis up there, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, so all the quarterbacks up there, and like I said, we don't need a quarterback. You know, everyone's talking about, oh, let's get a backup quarterback no don't worry about that we need the defense and then at the 18th pick uh, first round if b john robinson is still there or running back out of texas as i mentioned before if he's still there i mean we got we gotta definitely take him if we do have that opportunity so yeah we got a bunch of other prospects here tyree wilson texas tech edge rusher you got devin witherspoon the top cornerback of Illinois watched highlights on him I mean he kicked our ass <laughs> and kicked Michigan's ass last year so he looked really good um, but yeah a bunch of guys here B. John Robinson uh, Anthony Richardson that's another uh, interesting situation there because he visited with the Lions a few weeks ago and I think CJ Stroud is visiting with the Lions either today or or yesterday I'm not really sure when he did but he, he visited with the Lions so I don't know we might be getting a quarterback I don't know if we should but with that six pick or our earlier picks, we need to get defense. If we get a quarterback, I'm going to be very pissed. So Lucas Van Ness, another uh, another edge rusher out of Iowa, watch highlights on him. If we get him, if he's available, you know, maybe in the later rounds, maybe. You know, Miles Murphy, another edge rusher or defensive lineman out of 
uh, Clemson, if, if he's still there. I mean, lot, lots of good opportunities, but we need we need defense in the first round, in my opinion. So, yeah, going over some stats, Will Anderson Jr., obviously the top prospect in this year's draft. Uh, last season he had 51 total tackles, 24 of them by himself. Uh, I mean, he was all over the place, 10 sacks. And then uh, his 2021 season, best season he had at Alabama, 101 total tackles, 57 solo tackles, 17 and a half sacks, and all these stats are from ESPN.com. So those stats right there and watching highlights on him yesterday, man, I mean, he's quick, he's fast, he's agile, he's tough, he makes plays. If he's available, we got to get him. So we got that going on. And then Jalen Carter, we're going to jump over to his stats. Another top prospect in this year's draft out of Georgia, defensive lineman out of Georgia. You know, he obviously he's dealing with a lot of stuff outside of football, but let's get right into his stats. So last year he had 32 total tackles, 16 of them were solo tackles, three sacks. And then the championship game against TCU, he had two total tackles um, and – both were two solo tackles as well. So, yeah, maybe not the numbers we're looking for, but like I said, I watched film on him as well. If he's up there, I mean, we got to take him, right? I mean, it'd be stupid if we miss out on a great talent like that. I mean, yeah, he brings baggage, obviously, with what's going on outside of football, but he's a great player. If he's there, we got to take him, just like Will Anderson Jr. And then uh, a lot of guys, you know, Miles Murphy, a lot of people are not really talking about this guy. I don't know why I watch film on him. He's quick. He's fast. You know, obviously he comes out of Clemson, so a lot of good talent has come out of there over the years. Last year he had 40 total tackles, 22 of them were solo, six and a half sacks. So that's a pretty good season in my opinion. So if he's still up there, you know, maybe in the later rounds, you know, if we have that opportunity to get him, maybe. I mean, whatever. I mean, he's – He's good. He really is. You know, obviously he's not Will Anderson Jr. He's not Jalen Carter, but, you know, gets the job done. So you got that. And then Lucas Van S. as I mentioned before, watch highlights on him. The beast, man. I mean, holy moly, he's all over the place watching the highlights from yesterday. So, yeah, this past season he had 36 total tackles, 18 of them by himself, six and a half sacks out of Iowa. And, uh, if yeah, if he's up there, you know. I mean, a lot of options for the Lions, but they need to focus on defense. Don't worry about the quarterback. There's going to be other quarterbacks available. If they go that route, I don't want them to. If anything, get a defensive guy and then maybe get B. John Robinson, if he's still available, running back out of Texas, because obviously we can't really rely on DeAndre Swift anymore, and that's a shame because I like DeAndre Swift, but he's just he gets hurt a lot, man. You know, we need a guy who's going to play 15, 16 games, as I mentioned before, and B. John Robinson's the answer. I mean, guy, guy, the guy can play some ball. He really can. And then uh, Jack Campbell, you know, Braylon Edwards from Woodward's, Woodward Sports Network said we shouldn't draft Jack Campbell because he comes from Iowa and he's a linebacker, and I guess not a lot. Of, success with Iowa linebackers and it's like ah you know Jack Campbell I'm watched highlights on him last night as well you know he he's all over the place last year he had 59 solo tackles 125 total tackles um one sack one forced fumble fum, one fumble recovery two interceptions his best season came in 2021 when he had 140 total tackles 57 by himself and 83 of them he assisted so he's all over the place but Braylon Edwards insists that the Lions don't draft him if he's available you know he, he he's more of an expert than I am but I don't know watching highlights I mean that's just one thing you know obviously watching highlights it is what it is, right? 
but we'll see what happens. I mean, if he's available, I don't know. But I, I really hope the Lions could get Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. If not, then, yeah, maybe we'll have to sell for guys like Lucas Van Ness or Miles Murphy or Jack Campbell, as I mentioned before. So we'll see, you know. But the Lions definitely need to focus on defense. And then B. John Robinson, as I mentioned before, 18th pick. We got the 18th pick if he's available then. Then maybe we get him. I mean, he had a great season last year. He had 1,580 yards, 18 touchdowns. His longest was uh, 78, 19 receptions. So as I mentioned earlier in this episode, yeah, he's a receiving threat as well. Uh, 314 yards with two touchdowns. So he can run the ball and he can also catch. That's a great combination. The Lions run a lot of that uh, with DeAndre Swift. They did that last year when he was available. So B. John Robinson, if he were to come to the Lions with the 18th pick, you know, might, you know, Get him, get him mixed in with our offense. That'd be great for our offense as well. And our offensive line's great. And Jared Goff, I really hope he has a great season. I think he will. You know, you got Amara St. Brown, best wide receiver on the Lions. You got Quintez Cephas. You got Josh Reynolds. Um, you know, you got, you got a whole receiving car. Marvin Jones played for us for a few years. He's back now, so that's another option um, that the Lions could – Get the ball too. So yeah, lots of receiving threats for the Detroit Lions. Obviously, uh, DJ Chark's no longer with us, so that's unfortunate. And you got Jamison Williams, obviously rookie last year out of Alabama. Had had you know didn't play a whole lot, but his first NFL catch was a touchdown. So maybe this year he gets more reps, he gets more playing time. So with that, I mean it's crazy. Jamo and Amara St. Brown. It's going to be a deadly combination, man. But, yeah, all the pieces are coming together. Brad Holmes knows what he's doing. Dan Campbell's a player's coach. Uh, loves, you know, guys love playing for him. He's got the energy, and I like what he does. But now, you know, they ended great last year, but now you got to build on that going into this season. So, yeah, go Lions, man. I, 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 Malcolm Rodriguez, Rodrigo, Rodrigo. Hopefully the Lions uh, do some good things this year. But, yeah, I was going to say going into the Troy Lions pick. So, yeah, they got the sixth pick in the first round. They got the they got 18 pick as as well. Second round, they got the 48th pick. They got the 55th pick in the third, uh, second round. And then they got one third-round pick, two fifth rounds, and two sixth rounds. So, you know, lots of opportunities to get some good talent. But, yeah, they really need defense, and it would be awesome. They can trade up to get Will Anderson. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, the Detroit Lions, man, draft a couple weeks away. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Lots of great talent, all players, quarterbacks, defensive players, running back. It's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. But, yeah, Carolina's got the first pick. Obviously, a trade from the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears gave up a lot. DJ Chark, uh or not DJ Chark, excuse me, DJ Moore of uh, the Carolina Panthers actually uh, gave up, not the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears gave the Carolina Panthers the number one pick, and Carolina had to give up a lot. They gave up, uh, I think, a 2023 first-round pick, 2024 uh, second-round pick, and a 2025 second-round pick, and then uh, DJ Moore, obviously, so... Uh, they definitely got a lot for the, definitely gave up a lot for the number one pick. So yeah, Carolina on the clock, baby. We'll see what happens. But yeah, the draft in a couple of weeks. Check it out. So now we're hopping over 
to the NHL playoffs. The NHL playoffs start next Monday. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, unfortunately, my Detroit Red Wings are not going to make it this year. Hopefully next year, maybe they'll, they'll get their shit together, take care of business. But, yeah, I was going to say, uh, we got lots of teams going on right now. Obviously, the Boston Bruins is the best team in the NHL right now. Um, I said on record, uh, if you guys checked out my Instagram posts, uh, I don't think they're going to win the Stanley Cup. You know, you see a lot of these good teams do great in the regular season, but then they don't win the big one, the Stanley Cup, obviously, when it matters most. So you got that going on. Colorado Avalanche, obviously, and they're going to be in it, I do believe, for the defending Stanley Cup champions, the New Jersey Devils. Nice to see them uh, come back to prominence after a while been struggling Carolina Hurricanes past few years they've been a really good team they're going to make it uh the Rangers I think they won last night so they knocked out the Pittsburgh Penguins Pittsburgh Penguins had 16 straight playoff appearances which was the longest in uh, in any major sport NFL NBA uh, baseball and hockey so yeah no Pittsburgh Penguins this year crazy crazy stuff uh, and then the Golden Knights, uh, I don't, I think they're in, but they've been dealing with a lot of injuries. So, you know, unfortunate, but we'll see what they can do. The Maple Leafs, I think are, they're in, uh, I think, uh, the, I think the Seattle Kraken fighting for a spot right now, but yeah, definitely lots of, lots of good teams, lots of, uh, big names going to be in the, in these playoffs. In my opinion, the Stanley Cup playoffs are the best time to watch the playoffs. I think they're best playoffs the setup ever. Better than the NBA playoffs. Better than you know the baseball wild card rounds, the division rounds, the ALCS, the championship series. Watching hockey, playoff hockey, it's fun, man. It really is. I mean, you just don't know who's going to win. All these teams are eligible to who obviously to win the Stanley Cup and it's just it's fun. You get to watch some big names, you know, Connor McDavid and the Leon Draisaitl of the game, Jack Hughes uh in there, Austin Matthews as well. So, you know, Victor Hedman, Braden Point, Stephen Samkos, a lot of lightning players obviously I mentioned there. But yeah, lots of lots of great things happen in these playoffs and that's why they're so fun to watch it's a fast-paced game and it's fun i love watching stanley cup playoffs i think they're the best playoffs um in made in all the major sports they got the best setup and yeah we'll see what happens starting next monday so check check out the hockey playoffs i know crazy chris will and i know mike borders Shout out to him, another hockey fanatic. He'll be watching the NHL playoffs starting next Monday. Place your bets for that. Watch it next Monday. It's going to be a fun one. So you got that. And then we're going to end this episode. As always, you already know the drill, guys. We got some UFC to discuss. Obviously, last Saturday we have UFC 287. Israel Adesanya, Izzy himself, reclaiming the middleweight title, defeating Alex Pereira uh, by second-round knockout. I mean, it was crazy. He was playing some rope and dope he was playing possum it seemed like like muhammad ali and then boom two right hooks and a hammer fist and it was all it was all done it was game over so israel adesanya is the new middleweight champion doesn't look like we're going to have a trilogy fight which is unfortunate because i heard today that alex Pereira, the former middleweight champion he's moving up to the light heavyweight uh division which i think is most appropriate most appropriate appropriate for him because he is a big dude. 
So, yeah, he'd be fighting at 205. So he's got some competition up there. You got Jan Blahovic in there. So maybe he'll be fighting him. I don't know. But Alex Pereira moving up to the light heavyweight division. That's going to be his next fight at 205, 205 pounds. Israel Adesanya. Probably going to defend the title against maybe Robert Whitaker again. I don't know. But, yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy uh, fight card. And then Raul Rosas Jr., man, what a – man, all that hype. And he just – shit the bed i mean he just he did not look good he got completely dominated and it was just unfortunate because a lot of people really held highly of him it was like he was the next big thing in mixed martial arts but he got destroyed by christian rodriguez but yeah congrats to christian rodriguez i mean hell of a fight hell of a performance there definitely dominated uh, that fight and then the kevin holland santiago pensanibio fight i know i butchered that name but kevin holland looked like he was getting his ass kicked and then all of a sudden boom knocked him out and kevin holland gets the victory so yeah kevin holland always an exciting fighter to watch got the victory so you got that going on rob font with a very brutal ko uh victory against adrian yanez so yeah that going on and then gilbert burns dominating jorge masvidal winning by unanimous decision and then as expected we we saw this coming jorge masvidal retiring from mixed martial arts so hats off to him thank you for your service hopefully you enjoy retirement and obviously the main event israel adesanya knocking out alex Pereira to become the new the ufc middleweight champion and that's all she wrote, man. It was a great fight card. So as I mentioned earlier in this episode, there was a fight on this weekend. There is. We got Max Howey going up against Arnold Allen. That's going to be a really good one. A featherweight bout, so 135. Uh, these guys, I don't know, man. Max Howey always puts on a good fight. Ar- Arnold Allen, the highlights, I've seen him. I'm, I've seen of him. I mean, he's he's dangerous, dude. So this is going to be a really good one. And Edson Barbosa still sticking around. Fighting that featherweight, you know, he's a lightweight um, fighter for the longest time. So moving down, moving down the, moving down, moving down some weight there. But yeah, he's competing in this in this card. So you got that going on, and then all these other guys, I'm not sure who they are. Yeah, the UFC is big. I mean, I I know a lot of UFC fighters, but these guys. Oh, Pedro Munoz, uh, he's fighting in this one. So that's going. And then Clay Guida, my God, he's still fighting. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fighting in this in this card as well. So yeah, some big names, some legends, some uh, journeymen, um, some guys who've been around for a minute. And then obviously the new era of fighters: Arnold Allen, Max Holloway. Main event of this um, of the fight night. Uh, it's 8:30 p.m. Uh, Saturday, so check it out. I'm assuming it's gonna be on ESPN, ESPN Plus, or it might just be on ESPN Plus. We'll see. But yeah, check it out. Watch it with your friends. I might take a peek at it. I got some family stuff going on this weekend. But yeah, Max Howey and Arnold Allen should be a good one, guys. So check it out. All right, and that is it. So thank you so much, guys, for joining me. I know I didn't have an episode last week, but feels good to be back in the podcasting booth. So thank you. For joining me, the prize is here. I got the Malcolm Rodriguez jersey on today. This episode, as always, will be available later tonight, so check it out. Uh, hopefully the audio doesn't screw it up like it did last time when I tried to record an episode last week. But as always, the video, our YouTube channel, at Guys Time with the Bryce, I'll have it up there, so check it out. I'll post it on all my socials. Spread the word. You guys are amazing. Um, enjoy the weekend. Uh, enjoy your Friday finish you know I will you know and enjoy the weekend it's supposed to be beautiful here in Michigan I don't know how it is everywhere else but stay safe as always and watch some sports play some bets all right peace out guys take care